Come on, church. Our God is good this morning. He's our strength. He's our hope. He's everything. And I pray that this morning you have started off your Christmas morning just focusing on Jesus. What we get, got to just do here in this service to just focus on him, to give him everything. And I pray that that is what we experience this Christmas season, the joy of the Lord being our strength, walking with us, going before us. If, if church is your norm, or maybe you're here and uh, you came with some family or some friends, we want to say welcome to Radiant Life. Welcome to family. This morning before we sit down, we're going to stand and giving honor to the word this morning and be looking out of Luke chapter 2. Uh, in my Bible, it's titled The Shepherds and the Angels, what we're going to be looking at this morning here in a few moments. And we can read that. You can follow along on the screens this morning. Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 8. And it says, in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Verse 15. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. This morning, it is great to celebrate Jesus. And I want to be like the shepherds. I want to hear what God has. I want to hear what he speaks. And then I want to go do something with it. I want to share the goodness of God with the people around us. And our prayer is that this morning you feel his presence, you feel his touch, you feel his love in a way where it makes you want to not just leave church, but leave to go tell somebody, to shout it out, to let somebody know of the goodness of God and who he is. He's so good this morning, church. So thankful for each of you being here, joining us on Sunday morning, maybe getting a cinnamon roll or some hot chocolate or some coffee, whatever uh, it is this morning. And uh, just hopefully settling in to hear from the Lord today. Before you turn and sit down, or before you sit down, would you turn and greet somebody, say hi to somebody, Merry Christmas, then we'll jump back into the Word this morning. And let's dive into the Word of God this morning. Once again, nothing like it every seven years or so, and specifically today, nothing like Pastor Chris in a onesie preaching. Uh, I told my family that was not going to happen. Like, no, I don't like onesies. In fact, you don't need to know this, but they're way too hot, and I'm sweating right now. So if you see anything running down my forehead, it's just sweat. Uh, it's not like Jesus in the garden, blood or anything. It's, I'm just hot because this is way too much. 
Uh, this may be the only time ever. So if you ever wanted to see this, no one did. But if you did, this is your one chance, uh, most likely. And uh, But thank you for being here. Whether you have PJs on, I see a bunch of them, or if you're like, yeah, that's not my thing. And if I'm with you, just my wife and my kids, probably more so, begged me enough that I was like, okay, we'll all go together. We're all matching today. And I'm sure we will get a picture afterward, and it'll be great. Uh, but wonderful, great, once again, having you all. But today we're going to be looking in Luke chapter 2, and uh, we've kind of walked through Mary and Joseph. Last night we looked at uh, Jesus, the Savior, that came into the world not when things were good, but when there was a king that wasn't uh, maybe the best, when there wasn't support for them, when he was put out in, uh, with the animals, when there was no room, right, for Jesus, for Mary, for Joseph. That's what our God came into we talked about the comfort and joy that he gives us right where we are in the situation that we are in. Then we're going to continue on here in the next uh, verses that we read just a few moments ago. And the excitement of the shepherds. I cannot imagine being a shepherd out on the countryside. Uh, I, I did a little bit of research on shepherds. And there's some people who would say, many scholars who would say shepherds were kind of outcasts. No one wanted to be around them. Uh, they didn't necessarily have access to all of the showers and the things that you would have on a normal basis. They might have stunk, depends, you know, those sorts of things. But there were other ones who would say, and you think of Jesus, he was known as the good shepherd, right? There were shepherd uh, moments of Jesus, of who he was. So the shepherd was someone who may not have been where everybody was, who also took care of those that were in need, took care of his sheep, fended off uh, against wolves and of other things that would come to attack the, the herd, right? These shepherds were people that may or may not have been the most popular, but they were necessary. They were, uh, they were something that, that needed to be there. And you know, when I think about Jesus, I kind of think about in our world today and throughout all history, we all need a savior. We need Jesus, but in our culture, in society, and where we are in our world, if you turn on any news program, that's not what you're going to feel, right? If you turn on anything that has to do with Jesus, it's not going to be a positive thing unless it's a Christian group that's putting it on. We need him, but not necessarily is he welcomed in as he should be. Hopefully at church, at Radiant Life Church on a Sunday morning, we feel his love, we feel his presence, we, we feel his glory. But the key that I want us to pull out here, that these shepherds were out tending their flocks. They were, they were watching them. The angel of the Lord showed up to the shepherds far away. And I think what we can all pull from this, we can be sure of, is that Jesus shows up to everybody. If he's showing up to shepherds out in the field where no one's thinking about them and they're by themselves and they're wherever they might be, he's going to show up to you. Our God and our King and our Savior, he loves you. From the smallest kid in this room, from the youngest one to the oldest person in this room, Jesus loves you. And I want you to just think about, as we go through today, he showed up, the angels showed up to the shepherds to let them know Jesus is born. Jesus is in a manger. Jesus is in this place. And can you even imagine it? Can you put yourself there? What? Where? Who? But the angel shows up, and when God reveals himself, it's time to make some moves. It's time to, to make a change. It's time to go after him. But nobody in this room is disqualified 
Nobody in this room did Jesus say, I came to this earth for everybody except for you or you. No, 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 no. That's what we might sometimes tell ourselves. But you are who Jesus came for. He reveals himself to you. God showed up to the shepherds, then the angel, and is still showing up to you today. Now, as we continue on in verses 10 and 12, it says, And the angel of the Lord or said to them, Fear not. Now, every time the angel shows up, I think in the Bible, I haven't looked every single time, but over and over, it's always fear not. When God shows up, it's time to realize I'm going to submit to what the Lord is saying. If the angel shows up in my bedroom, it's time to make some moves. Anybody, if an angel shows up, you're going to be like, I think I'm going to listen. I think I'm going to do what's going on here. I'm going I'm to make that move. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly, it says, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Jesus, he shows up to all, and Jesus shows up in glory. When Jesus came to a manger, the angels showed up. The angels showed up to bring glory to the God of the universe who said, I'm going to submit to the Father's plan. I'm going to come as a man to the earth. I'm going to give it all. I'm going to lay it all down for humanity. This day in the city of David, this day, he said, uh, the angels say, this is the moment that we've been waiting for, that you've been waiting for. There's something about realizing that he doesn't only show up, not only to all, but he shows up in might and power and glory, fills the sky, a heavenly host proclaiming. And we may not all the time or maybe even once in our life see a heavenly host show up in the night sky. You know, this morning as we were driving in, there was a rainbow that you could see the bottom portion of each side. It was fully sunny. I'm not real sure why there was a rainbow, but you could see the bottom side. Uh, I see some people. I got pictures of it, right? I think we got some pictures as well. Like, it was beautiful, these just colors. And you know what? God shows up in his glory sometimes in creation, sometimes in what we see. That we're like, you knitted this together. You knitted us together. But you put this world together in a way that we get glimpses of your glory, of your majesty. And you know, I love church. I love times with Jesus because I believe when we come in his presence, we may or may not see an angel and he could still show up through angels today. But we get to worship him and realize, Lord, your glory, you are so good, you are so powerful. In a way where I say, I don't even need any longer to see an angel in the sky to realize the might and the power of who you are. The glory of our Lord showed up. And you know, I think there's something about this peace, it says, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. I believe something happens when we experience his glory, that true peace can be poured out in your life. In fact, if we're looking for the peace of God, but we're looking for it in all the stuff and the things and the culture and the movies or whatever you like or the music or, or the people around you, if that's where we're looking for peace, then we miss out on peace. We might find some joy in a moment. We might find comfort in a moment, but we're going to miss it. But when we see and experience the glory of the Lord, then we can receive his peace. In fact, when God receives the glory, you will receive 
his peace. And on Christmas morning, I want to encourage you, in your life, does he receive the glory? Does he receive your worship? Does he receive your praise? Does he receive everything from you? Because I believe that if you want peace in your life, then it's time to start saying, Lord, I don't have to carry it all. I don't have to do it all. The person around me doesn't have to do it for me. But, Lord, I give you my glory and my praise and my honor. What you, I don't have even anything to give you, but I give it to you. And when I glorify my king, then I can receive the peace of God in my life. And this morning, maybe you're here and you're like, I need peace. I want to encourage you even in a few minutes as we jump back into a time of worship. But then not only in song, but as you go through your day, maybe you as if you have lunch or, or dinners, maybe you're with family or whatever your situation is, what would happen if we just say, Lord, this, this day, this Christmas day, Lord, I'm going to give you glory. I want to experience your glory. And Lord, that's where I'm going to look for peace today. Not in if I get the right gift, the right thing, or if my spouse does the right thing, or if my kids do the right thing, or kids, if the parents give me the right thing today, I'm going to be excited. Because I don't know about anybody else, but after about 45 minutes, then they start thinking of the other stuff they wanted for Christmas. Anybody? It's like, you just got all of that, and now you want more. That's how we are. But when I start to give glory to God, I start to realize it's not in the stuff. It's not in what I have or what I don't have. It's not in what somebody else has or doesn't have. But, Lord, I give you glory and peace can flood my life right where I am in this moment, in this experience. The angel showed up to the shepherds, and the, the peace that they spoke about came upon them. You know, when you think about these, these angels, the angelic glory that they got to experience Talking about Jesus in a manger. I find it to be just amazing. The angels in the sky singing and the host and the, the, the shepherds experiencing this, telling, hey, go see the Lord who's in a manger, who's with animals, who has pieces of cloth that have been torn to, to wrap around him. There's something about the contrast we read here in Luke that we, we experience. And I once again go back, if we give God the glory, then it doesn't matter what it looks like, if it's the angels and the angelic hosts, or if it's in a meager place, Jesus was willing to come and lay himself down and come as a child. And today he wants to give you peace in your life as you give him glory. Even as we continue on, Shows up to all, shows up in glory. And I'm going to add in there, shows up in wonder. In verses 13 through 17, it goes on and says, And suddenly there was with the angels uh, that multitude, the people who, who came together with them, right? They were in this moment. They experienced the wonder and the power of God. But the, the, the shepherds, it says that when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And I believe when God speaks to us and what we see here, the, the shepherds were told, go do this. Go, go find Jesus. Go find him in a manger. The wonder that must have been as they found probably a cave, this stable, this place where animals would have been, they found Jesus to say, I thought we had to have had some, some interesting pizza 
Why in the world would angels tell us to go find the Savior in a stable? Why would he tell us to go find him in a manger? The wonder of saying our God comes to us, and not only in some grandiose way, but in a human, in a humanity sort of way, even lower than what would be normal to save us, to reveal himself to us. And I think there's something about realizing today that there's wonder, there's majesty in realizing he loves you. He gave everything for you. And we get to give him glory and honor, but we get to give our wonder to who he is, to the fact he would reveal himself. Can you imagine the God of the universe showing up to me or to you or to someone around you? That's crazy, but God reveals himself, and we can wonder at him. We can worship him. We can give him uh, just the, the glory that is due him. In fact, when Jesus receives your honor, you will experience an encounter. And I believe there's a, a, a thing within us to say, oh, you're good. We see an angel. We see this moment we experience. But when we truly wonder and give him honor and give him glory and say, Lord, you are so good. You are so powerful. You are so majestic. You are all these things in my life that when I reveal and, and lay myself down before him, just imagining these shepherds going and kneeling down before the Savior, kneeling down before a wooden box, a trough basically, a manger, to give praise and glory. That in that moment, their life changed. In that moment, there was a new revelation. In that moment, something happened. Something was revealed. Something took place. An encounter with Jesus. And church, there's nothing like an encounter with Jesus. There's nothing like realizing, Lord, I don't just want to know about you. I don't only want to read your word, although I want to read your word. But Lord, I want to encounter the Savior who had the, the people put these words on these pages. Lord, I want to encounter you, which is why worship is powerful. Which is why singing the joy of the Lord is my strength. Why Janelle killed that song. It was so good. So good because it's not just her singing or it's not just words. But Lord, this is true. You're the joy the joy that you give, the joy of the Lord is my strength. You give comfort, you give joy, and as I come and, and give you even my wonder at Lord, I can't believe your plan. I can't believe you were willing. I can't believe you were born in a manger. Lord Jesus, now you would come to me in whatever spot I need. Whatever it looks like, whatever I may feel like, whatever it seems like, Lord, you are here. So Lord, I want to experience you. I want to give you glory and honor, and Lord, I want to encounter you. And Jesus wants to move and speak. He wants to show up in your life. So let's give him room. Let's give him honor. Let's give him glory. And let's experience the God of the universe. If it's Christmas morning at a church service or maybe this week, maybe you have time off or maybe at work, wherever. Would you let God speak to you? Would you let God show up? We're believing that in 2023 that God is just going to do more and pour himself out more at Radiant Life. Why? Because we believe the word of God would say, which is why we believe it, that he wants to move. The word says that even greater things are going to happen after he's gone. That's what he said. What? Lord, if that's what you're calling us to, then Lord, we want to experience you, encounter you. And it's only going to happen as we stop and we give you glory and we give you the wonder to show, Lord, you're so good. Your plan is so good. We make you king, a savior in our life. It's not a religious moment. It's not some feeling, but it's the power of God being poured out in our life. Thank you, Jesus, on this Christmas Sunday. It doesn't even end there because 
Jesus, he shows up and there's always purpose. We don't just encounter him. We don't just give him glory. We don't just, oh, I have some peace in my life now. But no, then there is a purpose that God would move within us. In verse 18 to 20, it says, And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Different places talks about them going and telling everyone of the goodness of God, telling everyone of how marvelous and mighty and powerful God is. There's something about the goodness of God that when we experience him, when we encounter him, when we see him in a manger, we see him in an angel that shows up in our life, when we see him through the word, that we begin to say, Lord, now would you use me? Would you let me go be all you've called me to be? Lord, would you do something special in my life and through my life so somebody else can know you? It says that Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Is there somebody in the room that you need to ponder and think about the goodness of God and what he's done and how he's moved? And realize he's not left you. He's not forsaken you. He's not, he's not left you just to yourself. No, he's there with you ponder and look at the goodness of God. Look at what he has done. Maybe there's some people that your testimony is big. God has showed up. He's delivered you. He set you free from things that don't just happen, but it's with the power of God. Maybe today it's it's time to start like the shepherds. Go and proclaim. Go and tell the goodness of God. Maybe today at your, your Christmas, uh, maybe with a family member, maybe wherever you're going, whatever you're doing this week, this next year, make it a point, Lord, I am willing, I'm going to tell everybody of what you have done, of who you are. Lord, you are so good. And I have a purpose, a purpose more than only encounter. And God, I want to be, uh, just to feel you and know you and encounter you. Lord, more than only peace and giving you glory. Lord, I want then to let that be who I am and pass that on to my world. Lord, I want you to show up and you do show up, but now I I pray that God, you would use me, that you would use the Rad Fam, Radiant Life, to have one more person come to know Jesus. Today, church, we come on a Christmas morning. What an awesome crowd of people because you want Jesus. I don't think you're here if you don't want something. If there's not something in your heart this morning, there's comfort and joy and the hope of all mankind. Jesus came over 2,000 years ago, and he's still coming today. He's still chasing you down. He wants to pour his peace and his love on you. And maybe there's some people here today that you've never given your life to Jesus. I want to reiterate, not religion. Religion, we don't need any of that. But relationship with the God of the universe, we need that. We've got to have it. And if you've never given your life to Jesus, and maybe you've struggled with peace, maybe you've struggled with with just feeling your purpose, maybe it's because you've been created in a way to walk with Jesus. You've been created to know him. And when you say yes to him, all of a sudden the glory that you give him will bring peace to your life. All of a sudden as you wander before him, you'll experience him. You'll know him in a way that that religion or that uh, what people could say, it can't do it, but what he can do can do it. And maybe you realize, oh, I have a purpose that's way bigger than I thought. I have purpose that's way beyond just who I am. And today, if you say, I've never given my life to Jesus, today is a great day to say yes to him. 
Last night, we had at least 10, almost 10 adults, some kids as well, maybe even 15, that said yes to Jesus. They raised their hands, say, I want to know this Jesus. There's nothing like it. And I want to ask, is there anybody in the room? Yes, come on. That's what it's all about. You read it when you come in, one more for Jesus. And I want to ask, is there anybody in the room that on Christmas morning would say this Jesus that came to earth, that lived a sinless life, that was the sacrifice for my sin, that died on a cross but did not stay dead, the word says rose again, that now sits at the right hand of the Father, that this Jesus, I want to give my life to him. And if that's you today, there's no greater decision. The Bible says, the word says that all of heaven rejoices when one gives their life to him. And I'm, I know we're going to have a party here this morning. We're going to celebrate Jesus. But I want heaven to be partying with us. I want heaven, if that's you this morning, this is your moment to say yes to him. In fact, if we could just maybe bow our heads all over the room. It's not some religious thing. It's just, just to be able to calm our minds, to be able to focus on Jesus. And this morning, if you'd say, Lord, I want you. I want relationship with you. I'm going to ask you here in a moment. Uh, just to say yes to him, to raise your hand. We're not going to make you come to the front, but I want to be able to see you and point you out so I can pray for you, that I, I can, I can uh, just agree with you. We're going to pray together as a church family. There's no better, there's no bigger, there's no greater decision. This is why we're here on Christmas morning. So one more can come to know Jesus. And if that's you, if you're that one more, and right now, I'm going to start at my left. You're very far right. And I'm just going to ask you to look up, to catch my eye, to raise your hand. I want to know that this is you. And so if this is you starting on the right side, would you raise your hand, catch my eye? I want to see you and be able to just celebrate with you today. Everybody else's heads are going to be down. No one's going to see. Uh, although then you can celebrate the goodness. Anybody over here in my, my left, your right section, you say, that's me. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Love it. Young man, awesome. Perfect. In this right section, your left section, anybody that you'd say, that's me. I want you to agree with me. I want you to pray with me. Come on, yes. Don't want to miss anybody. Yes, thank you, sir. Thank you. Awesome. Well, if you just raised your hand, or you didn't, and you say, I've never given my life to Jesus, and I want to know him, we're going to pray together. You're just going to repeat after me. It's not about the words that I would say, but it's about meaning what we say in our heart. Asking him to be the Lord of our life. All you have to do is say yes to him. And when you say yes to him, he welcomes you in. He welcomes you to be a part. And so this morning, let's pray together. Let's join together. Repeat after me. Dear Jesus, we love you and thank you for coming to this earth as a baby to grow up living a sinless life and dying for me thank you for your sacrifice and thank you for rising again and going to heaven and celebrating with us when one knows you today I choose to make you the Lord of my life. I repent of the past, of my sin. I give it to you. Would you wash me clean, Jesus? Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. Thank you that we get to worship you. Thank you that you're now Lord. 
of all of me. It's in your name we pray. Amen. And amen. Can we give a hand to those who just said yes to Jesus? Nothing better than that. In fact, could we stand up all over the room today? We're going to worship him. And I want to encourage you, if you just said yes to Jesus, would you come find me after service? Just say, hey, I gave my life to Jesus. I want to celebrate, cheer you on, pray with you. Nothing better than that. We've got a couple of songs before we exit today. We're going to worship him. And I want to encourage you, make this a prayer time. Make this a worship time. Make this a moment of just saying yes to Jesus, seeing him, experience him, giving him glory and watch his peace rush over you. We love you all, let's worship Jesus. Radiant Life, there's nothing like Jesus. There's nothing like doing life together as family. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for worshiping Jesus. Let's take him with us. Let's share him with our world. One conversation, one action at a time. Let's love Jesus and love our world. We love you so much. Pastor Rachel, would you pray for us as we head out today? Would you bless the people today? Lord, we thank you this morning, God. We thank you for meeting with us today. We thank you for coming. And God, when we expect you, God, you show up. And so we thank you, Lord, just like you showed up to Mary, just like you showed up to the, with the angels, Lord, just like you showed up to the shepherds, God, we thank you that you show up to us as well. We thank you that you love us, God. Father, I pray your blessing over this family today, God. I pray that as they go out, Lord, that they would be blessed, Lord, that they would have divine conversations with people, Lord, that they would have an amazing Christmas, God. We thank you, Lord. We praise you and we worship you. And it's in your name we pray, Father. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, this Christmas season, Radiant Life, be careful what you watch, be careful what you listen to, be careful what you talk about, savor the presence of Jesus. Have a Merry Christmas. We love you all.